Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Thursday. Yesterday, we saw the overconfidence of the disciples and Jesus telling them that they would fall short. He said, you will all fall away because of me this night. And today we're going to see that happen. Even though yesterday we already got a glimpse of how they fall short because Peter already fell short in the garden. Even though he was overconfident, his own strength was not sufficient. When Jesus needed his support, he fell asleep. Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we already saw Peter falling short but he's still trusting in his own strength and his own overconfidence in himself rather than in Jesus. So let's dive into our passage today. We're going to read the end of what we heard yesterday after Jesus was done praying in the garden. So jumping into Matthew chapter 26, verse 45, reading from the ESV. Then he, Jesus, came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man, seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, Do what you came to do. Once again, how horrible, how awful that with such an action of of intimacy, of friendship, of closeness, even of respect, a kiss, that that is what one of his closest followers would use to betray him. How heartbreaking. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. And Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came to do. And then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Now, when you read in John chapter 18, this same story, we hear that this person is Peter. He's so overconfident, trusting his own strength, that he, when he sees Jesus being taken and seized, 
he draws his sword and cuts off the servant of the high priest's ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you not think that I cannot appeal to my father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? Wow, what a call out. Peter has seen Jesus throughout his entire ministry. He's seen him feed thousands of people with just a tiny amount of bread and a tiny amount of fish. He has seen Jesus calm the wind and the waves. He has seen Jesus walk on water. And yet, in this situation, this horrible, awful betrayal, he trusts his own strength instead of God's, instead of Jesus himself. And he pulls out a sword and tries to solve the problem himself. But Jesus said, Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At that hour Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Just like Jesus said, You will all fall away because of me this night. And here we see they all left him and fled. And isn't this the ultimate submission? Jesus, who is fully God and fully man, who has the power of God, allows himself to be taken in the dead of night secretly. He doesn't fight back but he allows himself to be taken and he submits to God the Father's will because he understands that this is how scripture will be fulfilled. This is how the ultimate sacrifice for all sin will be fulfilled. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? He submits to the Father's will for you and for me. He submits to being taken, and we know he will suffer and he will die for you and for me. He doesn't have to, but he submits willingly. And he calls them out. (laughs) He sees the way they're doing this secretively, at night, hidden, Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? He knows what's going on in their hearts. He knows he is innocent, and so all of this has to be done in secrecy, shrouded in lies and deceit. But he submits willingly for you and for me. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Thank you. 
I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.